Last time about Rashi. We spoke about how to make Rashi. We found points to look for. I don't know if anybody's tried that. And uh, you've noticed a little bit about how, firstly, accurate Rashi is. He's exactly choosing what to say and how to say. Like we said, after the Kach, the difference Gemara Mufarish, Mufarish for Gemara. I didn't actually explain the Rashi what the difference is. People ask me afterwards. Let's explain it. The difference between Rashi says the Gemara wants to explain a word or a term. In other words, you don't understand the concept that the word the Mishnah uses or what it means. And when Rashi says the word, what is going to explain language? Or terminology, the Gemara, Rashi is Lashi is the Farish for Gemara. When there's a question on the Lambdas or the Swar, in other words, the logic or the understanding of the Halachas, so the Rashi says the Gemara Farish. That's when the Gemara is going to add Swar. When the Gemara is going to bring a Pasuk or a Raya for something, the Gemara says, Rashi says the Gemara Yalifla. The Gemara is going to learn that from somewhere. Right. So when the Gemara is going to ask the question, I say the Gemara Rivayla, and uh, that's just one of the rules. Another time, you'll often see Rashi explains the Mishnah in the context of a certain opinion of the Gemara. There are a number of opinions in the Gemara, and Rashi explains the Mishnah in accordance with one of them, even though he knows it's a Machlaikas. Sometimes Rashi says it's going to be Machlaikas in the Gemara, sometimes Rashi says one of the opinions in the Gemara. And the interesting thing is, when Rashi chooses uh, which way to explain the Mishnah, he doesn't necessarily always choose the way which is Gemara's Moskana. And he doesn't always necessarily choose the way which is the Gemara's first option. So why does Rashi decide which way to explain the Mishnah? The Knaal Gold and Rashi, this is Nachas David, so he's on the Chronim, he says the Knaal Gold and Rashi, his Rashi will always choose the explanation which fits the most accurately into the, into the Lashem. And therefore, if there are a number of explanations in the Gemara, and one of them says the Gemara doesn't mean the Mishnah means not exactly what it says. You have to add in a few words. You have to explain the case, whatever it is. And another explanation of the Gemara is exactly what the Mishnah is saying. Then Rashi will always choose to refer the Mishnah like the most like, accurate in, in the words, the most uh, correct, the most accurate explanation. Now, same thing. When there's a difference of opinions of how to explain the sugya. We don't think that Rashi, Tosus, the Rambam, whoever it was, never thought of each other's pshatim. It was like, oh wow, that's a nice pshat. Didn't think of anything else. Right? We understand that Rishonim weighed out the different options, and then why? How did they choose which way to which way to go with? So again, the same sort of place. Rashi will always go for the Mahalach, which works better with the Lashon, as you're going to see as opposed to Tosus. Again, this is a principle of Nachas David. And he says that this principle can be used to explain most of the Mechlegas of the Rashi and Shas. He says, Rashi's preference for explanation of the Gemara, explaining the Gemara will always be what's more uh, accurate based on what the Gemara said. Whereas Tosus will very often explain something based on questions he has from other Gemaras or based on questions he has in the Lambdas, and therefore explain the words of the Gemara in a way which isn't as simple in the Pshat of the Gemara. You'll find a more, it's a complicated way of reading the words or trying to explain the Pshat to say what he wants to say. Rashi also had that option. Rashi knows that it's more accurate to go with a, a more, a reading of the Gemara which is more so to, true to the simple meaning of the words. Okay, that's Rashi's Mahalikh, and you'll see this in other times when you're learning Rashi. Like I said, the main point to remember in Rashi is the Nakoda, what's Rashi adding? What's Rashi adding? Rashi isn't an art scroll. In old, in old Hebrew and French, Rashi isn't just coming to translate. Rashi is coming to add explanation. And a lot of times, when you see other Rishonim who didn't have Rashi, and then you have a question: Why are they explaining? Why are they going against the Gemara? For example, the, the classic question of the Rambam: 
people in Rambam, they say, one second, the Rambam is arguing with the Gemara. And the truth is, the Rambam is not arguing with the Gemara. The Rambam is arguing with the way Rashi did the Gemara, but normally people just assume it, but the way Rashi did the Gemara, that's what the Gemara said. Right? That's the first version we learned, so we automatically assume that that's Shaq and the Gemara. We have to remember, not necessarily, that's why Rashi is explaining the Gemara. And therefore, there would be a possibility of other Rishonim learning the Gemara differently, and then after we it's going to be, that they'll therefore see a different interpretation of the in the same words. Like I said, I got back to the Rashi, like I said, for showing the Chazanish last, I'll say again. When they ask the Chazanish, what's proper Iyun? What's concerned that someone is learning Iyun well? The Chazanish's answer is not so popular today. That's what I'll tell you anyway. The Chazanish's answer was somebody who learns Rashi and Tosis and comes and on his own thinks of every Kash of the Masha. That's, that's proper Iyun. And which means the Ikka focus of Iyun isn't on another eight Mephoshim in the COVID, so another five Bahronim, or wherever you have them. Right, the Ikka avoid of Iyun is to think about each Shetty learning, understand it, work it out, and see if it makes sense, and what's, what, how, how it answers the Gemara, how it explains the Gemara, what the questions are going to be. That's, and obviously the first place to start with that is with Rashi. That's the first which we're going to learn. And the more a person can think about and analyze a Shetty, an opinion, and see how it fits in the Gemara and how it works out, he's already built the basis for anything he's going to learn afterwards. And that's really the job of the Masha. The Masha goes systematically to Rashi, Pratosis, and any question which a person should come to on their own. Without, you don't have to know the rest of Shas. You don't have to know big Suga somewhere else. Just within thinking about what, what's being said, how's, how's it being explained, then the Masha asks those questions for us. Like I said, we've spoken about Rashi, and now I want to talk a little bit about Tosis. The Masha, I'll tell you the truth. Really, I hesitate a little bit, because there's a question, and that is, at what stage should a person learn Tosis? At what stage should a person learn Tosis? There's a Maral in Sivatara, when he talks about how to learn, and the Maral says, it's a bit of a surprising to our ears to hear such words, the Maral is what he says. He says he thinks the printer made a mistake when they printed Tosis on the page. He said, really, Tosis should be printed at the back, like the round of the Rosh, and the other issue. Why do they put him on the page? He says, really, he goes to Gemara with Rashi, and then afterwards, if you went to another issue, you can learn Tosis like another issue. He says, but when you put Tosis on the page, the people feel compelled to see Tosis at the same time. And in Maral's opinion, they just mix as you. Because Rashi had his over in the Gemara. And Tosis had his over in the Gemara. If you're going to try and juggle too many different opinions and have to have a Gemara simultaneously, it's going to get too confusing. The Pnei Yishur, we have from the Pnei Yishur, how he learns. And again, this might sound surprising to us, but we don't know like that, but others nevertheless, it's interesting to know that the way the Pnei Shur writes in his yeshiva they learned, they learned Seder Nashim, which means, Yvamus Ksuvus, I think, I'm not sure if they do learn those Seder or not, but at least, Yvamus Ksuvus get in condition, they learned those former Sechters, beginning to end, with Rashi, a few times. And then they went back to the And the reason for that is, is once again, when you see something in context, you see how everything fits together. How everything, uh, the sugi here fits with the sugi there. Everything is part of one thing, and now you've seen a whole, a whole uh, davar a whole unit with one ma'arif with Rashi. Now we can go back and see how Tosis deals with everything, right? Because once again, you're going to remember something. The Rishonim didn't look at each sugi as a disjointed thing. This sugi, and our thing like this in the sugi, you're stuck out in the sugi. Good. We've had our argument, we've had our two opinions. Now let's start a new sugi, right? If uh, we're having a shita in this sugi. But it has to make sense in every other second, right? The Briskarab said this. The Briskarab said that to think of a chiddush is easy. Think of a new idea or a chiddush is easy. He says, but it takes him a few weeks 
to go through the whole the whole with and see if it actually works. Right? Now it's not just an idea of let's suggest, oh that's a nice idea, it works. Maybe we'll answer the question. No, one second. You've said something, and let's see, does it actually make sense? Let's follow this thing through everywhere else. And see that's what I'm saying, work everywhere else as well. So for sure the Rishonim worked like that. And therefore it wasn't allowed for my focus here. Yeah. What they're saying here is because this fits into everything I understand throughout the Masech, throughout Shashua. No, maybe Rabbi, it doesn't seem to be a Merchant Shiva is a friend of Rachel. This was his expertise. This was his expertise. You could follow how the Shitta, well, the Machlokas here, is fit into the way they understood every other point in the Masech. It all works. You know, the mirror, they used to get test at the end of, the end of his mind, the end of the Masech. He used to give him a test in the Masech. And it's to offer money, but if it does well on the test in the whole Masechta, commercial test, whatever it was, there doesn't seem to write the test, but it's big to be able to write the test in the whole Masechta. I remember the test at the end of the Dari. The Dari and the main Shalom and Rosh the main Shalom and the Dari are the Rhine and the Rosh. I remember the test in the Dari, normally there were 60 questions on the test. The test in the Dari was one question. And the question was, there's an achalakis between the Rana and the Rosh, the Hawaii through Masech Sadari. Give 60 examples of the machalakis to Shitasa. <coughs> okay, and that was, that was the, the way they saw They have the, the each one sees themselves to their way, and everything fits, every single sugi. This is the way they see it. Now, the Masech Sadari is not right, it's too dry hard enough. Because, again, the, each one has the way they're understanding, and everything fits with their understanding. And that's why to see one Rashi, one Tosis. One Rashi, one Tosis makes it much more confusing. It's like you're actually looking at different perspectives at the same time. But we're not at the issue, we're not the Marah. And our way of learning isn't to finish Mishnechtas or Starim, whatever it is, um, before we start with Tosfus. So I'll tell you, Rabbi Khanan writes in that. He's writing it himself. Rabbi Khanan learned the Mishnechtas Mishnechtas I learned. And when I started Mishnechtas, I learned from the beginning of the Sukkot and from the end of the Sukkot just with Rashi. And then I went and the whole Sukkot with Tosfus. And the Mishnechtas I did with Rashi and Tosfus at the same time. And Rabbi Khan writes for himself, he says, even though in the Mayasa, whatever I learned on Khazad many times, I knew very well. But that's Aina Daimit. The Sukhis I learned by Tarashi by themselves first, and Tarashi afterwards, I was much clearer on than the Sukhis I learned by Tarashi Tarashi's together. And therefore the point is, exactly as you said, stick to one Rishon Rata. But the idea is, again, we're not saying that the Arab shouldn't learn the first letter, wherever you're in a Tarashi's or wherever other Rishon it is, but at least, at least with the piece of Gemara I'm learning, like we said before, give the Gemara a chance to say what it wants to say. I'm saying the same thing about every Rishon. We're learning Rashi. Go with the whole way through with Rashi. Today we're learning this piece of the Sukkot, this, this Chalik of the Gemara, this Amud, whatever it's going to be. First, see the whole thing with Rashi. It gives you, Rashi is going with, you, you follow everything with one mind. And now we want to start with Tosis. Now, we, now we're shifting. Now we're seeing a different way of learning the Gemara. If everything is at the same time, Rashi Tosis together, it makes it much more confusing. Okay, that's the first point. If you're in Bikir, so I would for sure say first finish the Sugi, first finish the mission, first finish the Khalik of the Gemara, just with Rashi. 16 Tosis is wonderful, go back and see Tosis. Don't try to do it both at the same time, even in Eon. So we're taking a much smaller piece of Gemara each time or each chunk. But whatever, whatever we're doing now, try to keep it to each ration by himself. Okay, now we're going to see Tosis. Tosis had Rashi. Whenever we sing a Rishon, it's always important to know who, which Rishon, which other Rishon did, did he have and which Rishon didn't he have. Tosas, not only do they have Rashi, Tosas are the grandchildren of the Talmudim of Rashi. Right? Therefore, Ba'atzim, Rashi taught them. Therefore, the way Tosas thinks is the same way Rashi thinks. They have the same Mahalach Halimut. You'll see, and this is something interesting to notice, that there are different schools of how to learn. 
there's that side of the Ashkenazi Kohatanan. And even if they argue with each other, but Be'atim, they're all learning the same style. Whether it's Rashi, whether it's Taisus, whether it's all other Rishonim who came from that school of, let's say, the German, French Rishonim, they're all the Talmud from each other, they all learn the same style. If you're looking at the Rishonim from Spain, they're also, they're Talmud of each other. There was a long line of them. And even though they argue with each other also sometimes, but the way they learned and the, 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 how they analyze the circuit is all the same. Whether it's the Ramban, the, the Rashba, the Ritva, the Ran, and Ruki Yosef, they're all Talmud of each other as a line. And quote each other, they learn from each other, they all, the, the, the halakh of how they learn is all the same. Again, there'll be differences, each one has their chidoshim, but the approach is the same. Not the same as the Russian Tosis, they have a different approach to each other. And then you look at Rishonim from other parts of the world, such as the Tosis who was in Italy, or the Rambam who was in Egypt, and you'll see they have a very different approach. They were, in other words, there were different schools of Rishonim. So the first thing with Tosis is, you know Tosis often argues with Rashi, Tosis had the same Mahala Khalim with Rashi. They learned from Rashi. So what so if we're going to analyze a Tosis, they have to there there are five kinds of Tosis. There are five kinds of Tosis in. We'll start from the e- easiest to the hardest. The easiest kind of Tosis is a Tosis who tells you what Rashi says, who tells you what his Kasha is, who explains to you why he says different and how he answers his own Kasha. Is that all the work for you? I would say that's not maybe a lot of the Tosis, not most of them. And that is, Tosis started with Rashi. So why would you argue with Rashi? Because he has a question. He tells you what the question is. He tells you that's why he wants to say that whoever the Baratosis is, whether it's Suri or Benatam or Benabarach or Benakaras, whoever the Baratosis is, had suggested a different explanation. And how a different explanation answers the question they had on Rashi. Good. That's the easiest Tosis, because he's giving you all the information. Sometimes, Tosis goes only, not, doesn't do all the steps, he leaves out. Which means Tosis asks the question, and then he tells you what, another, what, what one of the Balea Tosis said, but he doesn't go to the last step and tell you, and therefore that's how it answers the question that he asked. Either, that's something you have to work out for yourself. But remember, that's an important step you have to fill in. Because he was arguing in Rashi? Say? Yeah, he's arguing in Rashi. He brings Rashi, he asks a question, and he brings the Yasad. Now you have to understand, the fewer Tosis said, then he's answered the question. Some, but he doesn't always spell out his answer to the question. Now there's one thing you have to work out on your own. That is, okay, now Tosis' answer, how does it go back and answer the question he asked? Okay, you have to think about that. But that's obviously what he's trying to do. Now, if Tosis asks the question, he's giving you an alternate explanation, that means that this is answering the question. So you have to now think of yourself, how does that answer, how does this answer the question he asked? Now, that's the second kind of Tosis. The third kind of Tosis, a bit harder, is... Tosis um, brings Rashi and brings another, and straight away brings one of the Baraya Tosis. He doesn't tell you the question. And now you have to think, what was wrong with Rashi if Tosis had to bring an alternate explanation? Okay, if, if Rashi answered everything, Rashi is perfectly understandable, why would we look for another chat? And therefore now you have to think, what was disturbing Tosis with what? with Rashi's chat, why, why does his second chat work better? And if you do think about that, at the same time you have to think, well, why he tells the question then? But if someone is Rashi, as Rashi says, very long Piresh or very Piresh, so what is wrong with Rashi? Why do you need another Piresh? But, so if you think about it, you'll often find there was a point which is not so clear in Rashi, and then that's what the second chat which Tosis is bringing clarifies a certain area. So why does ask a question? The answer to Tosis didn't really have a question to ask. He has no big kashas on Rashi. Just the second part he's saying, 
makes like there's one there's one prat which will, which he thinks is clearer with his prat. That's what offering the second prat. So it tells us like that, which offers two pratim, Rashi's prat, someone else's prat. He's left out two steps. He's left out the question. And he's left out how you answer the question. So you have to think for yourself: what was wrong with Rashi? Why does Tosis this prat? Why does he prefer his prat? You get that Tosis is Now we get to the fourth kind of Tosis, which is the harder kind of Tosis, and that is Tosis doesn't bother, doesn't mention Rashi at all. Starts goes directly to the Gemara and asks the question, gives an answer. He avoids Rashi completely. Doesn't mention him ever. Now, sometimes it's because Tosis' cash has nothing to do with Rashi. It's a, it's a question from a different part of Shas that is answering a different part of Shas. Sometimes it's like to the here. Now, I'll tell you a secret. And that is, this Mary says this, Ganesh Lema says this, and that is, the reason Tosis didn't quote Rashi is because it isn't a furish Rashi who's addressing the question Tosis asked. But Lema says, if you look hard enough, you'll see Rashi answer this. Let's see Rashi answered. Rashi, the Miratis, was aware of the questions of the Rishonim, and the Torah Tvarim he found the answer. Except I'll tell you a secret, and that is when Tosis is asking from somewhere else in Shas, Akasha. Normally, if you want to see Rashi's answer, you have to look at the place Tosis is asking from, open up the Gemara there, and learn with Rashi. Because very often Tosis' questions from other places are because that's the way Tosis learned the other Gemara. So the way he learned the Gemara has a question. But if you look at Rashi and the Gemara, you'll see Rashi didn't learn the Gemara. Nothing's difficult. So if you're trying to answer, explain on Tosis, what Rashi held, why did he have this question? Or how did he answer the question? Look it up. Learn it. See what Rashi said. And very often you'll see that Rashi had nothing to say because the court was nothing began, well, nothing started off being shared. Rashi explained the Gemara then away. Which not, it has nothing to do with this Gemara. There's no question. And when Tosis is asking on this Gemara, not from a different Gemara, and he asks the question, he gives an answer, he goes in the whole discussion, and he doesn't mention Rashi at all. So you have to think. Why, according to Rashi, wasn't this the problem? Why didn't Rashi have this question? And again, if you think about it, and you follow through Rashi's logic in the circuit, how Rashi is explaining, you'll see that sometimes it takes some time to work on it, but you'll come out, it's very simple why Rashi didn't have the problem. According to Rashi's understanding, this wasn't the question. So again, so Tesla can't quote it, Rashi, because Rashi didn't talk. But if you follow in Rashi, you'll see that, again, Rashi didn't learn like that for whatever reason. And therefore, Tosis is just explaining the feet, his shit, how he has to explain it. But Rashi doesn't agree. This is the hardest kind of Tosis, because you have to go all three steps yourself. Firstly, what did Rashi say about it? And secondly, why didn't Tosis be like that? And why does Tosis argue? So now we have to build everything for ourselves. Right. There's one more kind of Tosis. And that is a Tosis, which is an internal argument within Tosis itself. This happens often. Tosis, as you know, wasn't authored by one person. Tosis was the summary of the learnings of the whole base of of the Rishonim for over 150 years. So very often the different shaders in Tosis. There's the Rabbi Natam, there's the Ri, there's the Baruch, there's the, I'm just giving some examples. There's the Rash Mishat. So there's also other Balea Tosis recorded by name also. Or sometimes we don't know who the Balea Tosis is, it's just called Mary Harav. Or whatever, whatever other name that the Balatosis is called. Or sometimes it says something, without telling us who said it. Now, just understand, if you see a Tosis like that, then again, it's a sugi in one, it's in one small package of Tosis. There was an argument here. There was an achokis in the yeshiva of the Balatosis, what the chat is. You have to analyze what were they arguing about. What did he hold? What did he hold? Right? Why was the Rabbin Tamagmadari? Why, why was the Rashi arguing with either of them? Well, what, what are the different shifts? What the rise? 
we, we could just read Tosis. Yeah, the three answers the question. Tosis, the three answers let's go by it. Uh, uh, that wasn't the way it came. There wasn't the, there, there wasn't the way that they learned. And it wasn't just more and more suggestions. There was the machlokas. There was something to learn about. There was something to argue about. Something to think about. And there was, within the Tosis, we have a whole sugya. And once again, the first machlokas always is, and that is always the other face. If you have a new shita, follow it through. Tosis suggests a new shita. Before you go back to try and argue, answer how Rashi answers Tosis, first understand what Tosis is saying. So we have a new explanation of the Gemara. The best secret is, now go back and read the Gemara again. Tosis has said a chiddush. Tosis said his pshat. Don't just accept it. Okay, Tosis says, Rashi says this. Now Tosis argues is that. Slowly. Tosis is saying it in the sugya. Go back and read the sugya. Does it make sense now? The way Tosis is explaining what the question was, what the proof is, what the answer is. Follow the sugya step by step again with Tosis. Now if you've learned a new idea in the Gemara, see, does it work? And this is very often we will see the Masha ask these questions. Because one second, Tosis said something, but now how do you re- read that back into the Gemara? How is Tosis going to follow the Torah of with his Gemara? It's a very important step. Because it's only after you've got that step, now I can see the difference between Tosis and Rashi. Because now I followed Rashi's way of reading the Gemara, and now I can read Tosis reading the Gemara, I can add them up. And sometimes you'll see what Rashi thought was a proof, Tosis is a kasha. Right? They read the words of the Gemara differently. But what Rashi says the Gemara didn't yet know in the beginning, Tosis says the Gemara didn't know in the beginning. And then what Rashi says the Gemara is arguing about, Tosis says the Gemara is not arguing about. There's a lot of... The, the, the argument isn't just the point that they, that they brought as an argument. It's going backwards. How did they learn? I'm gonna, this takes time. I'm asking, but this is the real ear. The real ear is not just what the Rishon says. The real ear is to understand how did the Rishon learn? How did he learn? How did he read the Gemara? How did he answer the questions of other Rishon? You have to kind of see what the Rishon says. And then you have to put yourself into the Rishon's way of, think, of seeing things, of thinking, to understand this is the way the Rishon learned the Sugi. So I'm going to finish up with one more line of the Chazanish. Often the Chazanish is conditioned in Halakha. And there were other Rabbanim at the time, they could always agree with this condition. And they wanted to come and discuss it with him. And the Chazanish basically said it's pointless to argue about Halakha and Mahasa because really it goes back to how we learned the Sugi. So the only way to argue isn't what Ahal al-Hazak is Yahal al-Hazak. You have to sit down from the beginning, open up the Gemara again, and start from the beginning. How did you learn? And how did I learn? How did you understand? How did I understand? And from the beginning is really a machlok. It's not just in the end, end point. And the Emerson, when it comes to Rishayim, it's the same thing. You come to the end point, you see a machlok between the Ramah and the Raib, the Rashba and the Ritva, Shachan Aruch and the Ramah. It didn't start here. It started from the beginning. How did they learn the Sugi from the beginning? And therefore, how did they come out? And this is the Halakh. And for sure, the Russian does a show like that. They didn't just argue about a frat. It came from how they learned the Gemara. And if that's the case, if you want to understand it properly, the way to do it is take a step backwards. Go back to the Gemara that they're learning, and now go back and see inside the Gemara, where does the Mephagos start from? How do they see the Gemara differently? Takes time. But that's the real issue. Like I said before, not only that, it gives you so much more of a kashmak in the learning, where it's not just the point Mephagos, like this, this, is that. We can go back and see from the beginning where they understood from. And more than that, it's going to, it will develop your ability to learn. Like I said, the ability to throw, throw out a good spiral or think of a chiddish is easy. It's easy. It doesn't mean anything. Right? We are going to say now on the story. Oh, so I think this is a trap in the shtar. Okay, I can suggest ideas. Now, the way to see this truth, go back in the sugi, it doesn't fit. There's a way, what we say, there's a work in the questions, there's a work in the answers, there's a work in the rhymes, there's a work in the whole explanation of the Gemara. That's the way to see if something is real. And therefore, when the Rishonim would say something, now you have to understand, it wouldn't work in the circuit. Go back and look. 
Rabbi can check it. And then fold it back into the learning and see that that's, that's, that's this, this Yisrael, this Chiddush, all true to rest. Right, let's run to the next one.